1: That's chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. DW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions
1: 18. Hello. My name is Alec Feldman. I do a radio show on Wizard Radio Station every Saturday afternoon from 3 to 5 pm UK time. And this is the podcast of that radio show. It's all the best bits without the music, maybe some of the rubbish bits as well. Mainly just the whole show, minus the songs. Every week we're going to release it so you can catch up on what's happened on the show this week. Just one thing to mention. I give out our contact details quite a lot throughout the course of the show, so you'll hear that on this podcast, but obviously it's a podcast, it's pre-recorded. So if you do send in a message about something I'm talking about to the numbers I say, I mean, I'm not going to read it because it's already happened, it's in the past, it's pre-recorded, and no one's going to see it anyway. But here's the worst bit, you might still get charged for it, depending on how you send it. And even if you don't get charged for it, it's still a waste of your time, It's a waste of my time. It's a waste of everybody's time. And so I just wouldn't bother. If you would like to join in with the show and send me your stories or play our games, then you can do that just by listening live every Saturday afternoon, 3 to 5 p.m. UK time on Wizard Radio Station. So that's that out of the way. All there is left to say now is enjoy the podcast, subscribe to it, and maybe leave a little review as well saying how great it is. Not if you don't like it, though. If you hate it, don't bother. Thank you very much. Here's the podcast.
2: This is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alex Feldman. What? What do you mean it's Alex Feldman with a C? Oh, this is Wizard Radio, and you're listening to Alec with a C, Feldman. (sighs)
1: Sure is great to be back here in the UK after being on holiday. I'm so happy to be back. But I feel like I haven't got a clue what's going on. I've been away for so long. I've sort of missed all the news and everything. Shall I just um, check out the BBC, see what's been happening? Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh God, no. Oh my God. Everything's on fire. The country's on fire. Help, someone, please. Call the fire brigade. Uh, uh, I I, I don't know what to do.
3: Uh,
1: uh, It's not working. You know what, I'm just going again, going back off on holiday, leaving the country. Goodbye.
2: And now, prepare yourselves for two hours of mediocre entertainment that may be mildly entertaining at best from the Antichrist himself. It's comedy bronze at least, or your money back, brought to you by an award-winning broadcaster. Well, what up? He won his school's charity stand-up competition when he was in year seven. That counts, right? This is Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. How good is that? Lizzo,
1: good as hell. Before that, Ed Sheeran storms, you take me back to London. Hi, hello. Good afternoon. Hello, hi. It's Alec. I'm back. I'm back from holiday. I'm so tanned. You would be jealous of my tan right now. It's it's great. Very brown, nicely browned. So I used um, the Factor 50, so skin is protected, but also got a lovely... Summary European hue, I went to Italy. I have some some stories to share with you before five o'clock about my time in Italy and, and just other bits and pieces. It's been, it's been a while, it's been a while. I've missed you all. It's very nice to be back. And also very exciting that we're two today. We've been doing this on a Saturday afternoon for about two years, give or take a couple of days. Two years old, we're a toddler now. This show is a toddler. Um, it's grown up and yet at the same time, kind of hasn't really grown up at all. Um, It's it's older, but not necessarily wiser, but we continue. Hopefully we can do this for another year. So into year three, some new things, some old things. It's all coming. I want to tell you about my latest trash TV obsession that, that I discovered and want you to discover as well. It's a TV show. It's one of those like reality documentary kind of shows where they follow people around i'll tell you more in the next 10 minutes also i've had a realization about adulthood that i think is worth sharing some shocking news about boris johnson this really is shocking also talking about friendship jealousy and my run of bad luck with ice cream has continued i regret to inform you more about that after four uh, after four o'clock i've also discovered since i've been away a new way that i think will make this show a hundred and fifty percent funnier. That's right. A hundred and fifty. And so at ten past four, you'll hear about that. And I think you'll be able to, to hear the improvement already just immediately. Um, we've also got a six second guide coming up. Usual time for that half four and a new game. It's not that new. I've done it before, but it's been promoted from the B team to the A team from the subs bench to the the not subs bench. Someone's knocking at your door has a brand new time. We start it at 3.55, we finish it at 4.50. A brand new game to this show. It does sadly mean that uh, the other game, the old one, that's gone now. That's in the Radio Feature Graveyard. Bye bye. RIP Connect Four. You're fun while you lasted, but time for a change. So someone's knocking at your door if you've never heard it before. Find out what it sounds like at about 3.55 today. And before all that, it has survived. It's made it into a new year This Week I Learned is back once again.
2: This Week I Learned?
1: Enough a couple of weeks, so if you are new, you've never heard this before, it's a very simple concept. In the last seven days, I've picked up some knowledge, some wisdom, some experience that I didn't have this time last week. I share with you three bits of knowledge, advice, wisdom, so that you don't have to go through the difficulty of learning it yourself, okay? That is what This Week I Learned is let's get on with it lesson number one this week i learned that european countries are very relaxed about advertising certain products on on tv i went to italy i'll mention this quite a few times i think that's the second time i've already mentioned it today and um when you're, you're in your hotel room you've got a bit of downtime thinking what shall i do i know you put on the italian tv I, I quite enjoy watching all the foreign TV to see what it's like, see how it compares. They usually have some quite weird shows, um, including a weird, very confusing game show that I couldn't make any sense of at all. But when it gets to the advert breaks, um, that's when I noticed something something quite quite weird. A certain product was advertised in this break. I, I don't really know how I can describe it. It was... It was more a brand than a specific product. But it was a brand targeted at specific consumers, women mainly. Um, often, maybe you could say single women will be using these these products um, quite a lot. They're very personal. And um, usually, I'd say not the kind of thing you'd expect to see an advert for at five o'clock on a Monday afternoon. And yet, it was there. Some, some special lady products um, that can... Um, let them have a nice time by themselves, shall we say. We're advertised on the telly in the middle of the afternoon. You wouldn't get that over here. That's what I love about Europe. They're much more open about these kind of things. They're very, very relaxed. Um, it was it was the last thing I was expecting. And <laughs> I was watching the telly my the system. We kind of looked at each other like, hang on. Is this, did we just see that right? Is that really what they're advertising? And it was. So in Europe, they're very, very relaxed about advertising certain things on the telly. Who knew? Lesson number two. Moving on swiftly. This week I learned, getting posts is fun. I've had I've had two bits of post this week. Um, it's quite rare in an age of WhatsApp and email and Twitter that you'll ever get anything through the letterbox. I got two things, both of them quite enjoyable. Um, the first thing was a letter from Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, AKA uh, the tax people just saying, I can have some money back, that's nice. Money in the post is always good. But also I got a postcard, like off of what your grandparents used to send you when they went on holiday. I got a postcard. A lovely picture of a place called Big Sur on the front. It's in California. And a lovely greeting about what someone was up to on their holiday. I, I love that. I think that's great. I don't think I've ever been sent a postcard. Or if I have, like not for a very long time. And so that was a, a lovely little treat to get through the letterbox. A postcard, like the olden days. They're, they're cute. Getting posts is fun. Should should try it. And lesson number three. This week I learned. Mallorca and Mallorca are the same place. However, Menorca is not. I've got a friend who is going to Mallorca slash Mallorca today and I, I said to them, hang on, is is this the same place? Mallorca and Mallorca, are they the same or are they different? I'm not sure. They are because in Spanish you pronounce the double L as a Y. Therefore, Mallorca is actually pronounced Mallorca. Sometimes people spell it with two L's. Sometimes they spell it with a J. Actually the same place. Not two separate islands. But, um, don't get too excited. Menorca is not the same place. That is a very separate island, but there you go. I didn't know that. You might not have either. So now I can tell you. Maybe I've just admitted to being a bit thick. However, if not, useful information. If you book a holiday to Mallorca, it is the same as booking one to Majorca. You are welcome. So what what have we all learned? European countries, very relaxed about advertising certain products on the TV in daytime. Getting posts is actually quite, quite fun, makes you happy. And... Mallorca and Mallorca, same place. Menorca, different place. Good. Now we've established all that, shall we get on with the rest of the show? I'm going to play you Ali Gaty soon first. Sam Felt, Post Malone is the name of the song. The artist did Sam Felt. The song is called Post Malone. It's not featuring Post Malone, it's featuring Rani. I'm glad we've established all that. It's Wizard Radio. I'm Alec Felvin. I'm back from my holiday and I'm going to play Ali Gatie very soon. Now, though, um, before we went on holiday, it was last... No, it was two weeks ago. Oh, my God, that was ages. Two weeks ago, Saturday night. um, Our flight was very early, Sunday morning. So we got to spend the night in the Premier Inn, in the Gatwick South Terminal. Isn't that that nice? So glamorous, I know. And in the absence of anything better to do in Gatwick South, shockingly, um, pop, pop the telly on, quite late at night, and... Scrolling through we discovered a show that I am now fully obsessed with it's brilliant It's trash, but it's, it's so compelling. I love it The show is called the force Manchester and it was on Pick TV and basically the whole channel is Run of shows like this where they follow people around doing their jobs and all the conflicts they get into And all the situations And it sounds really boring until you watch it And it's actually great For example, The Tube or Airline Or, I don't know World's Best Car Chases It's that kind of a channel And The Force Manchester is another one of those shows It's about Greater Manchester Police And the work they do And it might sound kind of boring But it is It is gold I just, I love it So many, so many different types of situations they'll get in Sometimes there'll be one where it's all a big mystery you haven't got a clue what's going on nothing's as it seems there's loads of suspects none of their stories add up and the police have to work out what's going on sometimes you just get drunk people being stupid and they have to like arrest them sometimes the police are getting things wrong and messing up and that's quite funny it's got everything everything i love it and to show you just how great this show is i have a few examples to play you um this, this first one is from PC Kate Gaskell, right? She is a policeman. She's just arrested someone, a criminal. I don't think he's, he's very happy about being arrested. He's in the back of the van and they're taking them to their like, detention center, We're waiting to take them into custody. But you can't take someone into custody if they've got a head injury. And so what people sometimes do in the back of a police van is just bang their head really hard to give themselves a head injury. So they have to be taken to hospital instead of going into a cell and and this guy was in the back of the van and kate gaskell was was trying to calm him down
4: don't start again please <laughs> you're not shouting at me are you
1: <laughs> now, i don't know if you heard that but what i love about that one is right at the end she's like you're not shouting at me are you and then he shouts at her again and then she goes oh you are she's kind of she, its like she's being bullied by this criminal it's quite funny She's the policeman, he's the criminal, and yet he's the one just being really mean to her. And it continues, he's still in the van, he's kicking it this time. And she asks him to stop.
4: Don't kick my van,
0: love.
4: Hey! You don't mean that. No,
1: do you don't. Again, don't know if you heard that. She goes, you don't, you don't mean that. He goes, I'll do it all. And she goes, oh, you do. <laughs> it's just so mean. It's poor policeman. And so that is that is why I love it, the conflict, the moments of light relief, This show's got it all. But also, this is a different type of case. This is your classic police dealing with slightly worse for wear person on a Saturday night. It's this guy called Ollie, who is a student. And they find him just at the side of the road, next to a tree. He's, he's eating leaves off the tree. Imagine a giraffe, the way they sort of put their neck up and, and eat, he's kind of doing that. He's not very okay. The policemen are just going around in their van. This is PC Beckinsale and Giannassi. And they just spot him and they go, oh, let's, let's check if he's all right. And, all right. And then this beautiful moment happens.
0: All right? hi, are you all right? My right, well, right? oh, bad.
1: You, what, where are you tonight? What
0: club?
1: Where are we? We're the police, mate. I'm not in the club. This, this kid, Ollie, asks the police where they're heading out tonight. Thinks they're just his friends. They're actually the police. They're not going to a club. They're wearing helmets and high vis, yeah. But but this guy is is quite a long way away from home, so they nicely offer him a lift home in the police van. He still doesn't quite understand the fact that they're policemen.
3: I don't want to pay the money. Yeah.
0: Hey, what money? I'm not charging you. We're not charging you. But... With police.
3: Not a police taxi. You're so great. Both of you, are
1: great. It's just really sweet how nice. Like, oh, you're so great, you guys. And, and then he drops them home. No, they drop him home and he's he's just really grateful. And it's so wholesome and nice
0: Thank you. You're welcome.
1: What's your name? Richard?
0: Yes. What's your name? Have a good night Paul.
1: Paul. Paul and Richard That he just he just walks off into the night. He says their names thoughtfully hmm. Paul and Richard and then walks off stumbles into his station. What a show. It's great. I love it. Watching it. It's on YouTube. I've watched loads of episodes on YouTube. The Force Manchester. Check it out. It's trash, but it's great. This is Alligating, It's You at Wizard Radio. Ali Gaten and It's You on Wizard Radio. My name is Alec Feldman. I'm on the radio until, until five o'clock. Cheers for hanging out. Coming up, Young Blood, Jax Jones as well very soon. I've had a realisation about adulthood. Um, this is something I spent quite a lot of my time thinking about. I am sort of in a weird point in my life. I'm 20 years old. I'm not a teenager anymore I'm not a fully flaked adult either. I'm just kind of somewhere in limbo in between the two And so I think quite a lot about what adulthood means. What does it mean to grow up? What does it mean to be an adult? What are adults supposed to do? And I've had a breakthrough. I've had a revelation a sudden moment of realization Which was sort of brought about by a bit of work I did this week um if you've been listening all summer and charting my employment ventures, I've done a lot of different things. I feel like I end up with the weird jobs nobody else wants to do because that's kind of all anyone will employ me to do. This week, that took me to a wine competition where I had to serve lots of people wine and they were reviewing the wine and giving it scores and deciding whether it was good or not and then not drinking it, spitting it out and making lots of weird noises with their mouth. It was It was quite gross if i'm honest with you um and i was listening in to little bits of their conversations what the, uh, um, whilst they were trying the wine whilst i was serving it to them i was listening to see what they were saying i heard phrases such as oh yes we we really need to campaign against pinot grigio it's just it's just far too common these days and stuff stuff like that or whilst they're sloshing it about in their mouth kind of quite gross like Horrible, sorry, i just take the microphone. <laughs> Horrible noises like that that you have to listen to whilst you're working. Hear them go, hmm, yes, I think this is just, it's too ashy, it tastes a bit scorched, you know what I mean? And I, I didn't know what they mean. I thought they were talking absolute rubbish. I think they're making it all up. And whilst I was doing all this, obviously, because you're opening loads and loads of bottles of wine, you end up smelling quite a lot of wine. Um, I don't know whether you can get affected by the fumes or not it it could be the case and you just kind of think this this doesn't smell nice this smells horrible it probably tastes horrible and yet there are hundreds of people out there who are reviewing it and saying how good it is and saying they're experts in it and saying how much they like it their whole career is founded on the fact that they like wine and they try to convince other people to also like wine right this is going somewhere I promise The realization I had was this, being an adult means you pretend to like things that are actually rubbish to appear sophisticated, right? I think that is, that's how it works. All these people, they don't actually like wine. They're just pretending they like wine. So other people believe they like wine. So other people believe they should also like wine. And So other people also pretend to like wine because they think wine is good. Does this make any sense? I think this is a massive breakthrough. I think I'm onto something. I also have another example. Um, Yesterday, I went to the South Bank in London. I got briefly taken into the Tate Modern, which is an art gallery. It has a great viewing platform at the top. You can see all over London. It's amazing. But it also has, shockingly, quite a lot of modern art. Again, I just thought it was all mostly rubbish Oh, I like pretty pictures. If people paint things nicely with nice colours or it looks cool, then yay. Great. Good for them but when you're just putting random words in a frame that don't make any sense and going, oh, it's art. Again, you're just trying to trick people. It's all a con. You're trying to get people to believe that you know what you're doing. So they think what you're doing is good because they don't understand it. Therefore, they believe you when you say it's good and they think you're impressive. That's all it is. I I think this is correct. This is my genuinely held belief. It applies to wine. It applies to modern art and it probably applies to a whole load of other things as well. So, here is what I would like to ask you this, this afternoon. What things can you think of that are rubbish? They're bad. You as a, as a young person who can see the truth thinks, nah, this is rubbish. But then adults are fully all over it. Like, actually, no, it's it's very it's very um unusual and creative. It's really expressive. That kind of thing. What do adults pretend to like to look impressive, but young people just clearly don't? Um, a lot of people think this about olives, I think, where you only like olives past a certain age. Or do you? Maybe you just pretend to. I don't know. So other examples like that, um, I'd like you to send me this afternoon, please. 07807 183 538. That's the number you can text me on. 07807 183 538. Send me an email as well. Station at wizardradio.co.uk or on Facebook. Drop a message on there. Facebook.com slash wizardradio. What do adults like slash pretend to like that young people don't and therefore It's not actually that good. They're just trying to trick people. That's what I want to know Send me some messages now, please I'll read a few out after young blood and this from Jax Jones. This is Alec Feldman the podcast I think he's great young blood and hopefully underrated youth with Jack Jones BB Rex are harder before that. It's Alec Feldman back on wizard radio. Hi Jonas Bloom five Stars play before four o'clock And we were discussing a realisation I had the other day whilst I was serving lots of quite pretentious, I think it's fair to say, people um, wine at a wine competition. I realised that what it means to be an adult is you pretend to like things that are actually rubbish just so you look sophisticated. That's what I realised. And I was asking what other kind of things fit into that category. I had wine and I had modern art, both down as things that adults will pretend to like um i asked what else would fit in veronica's been on said i don't understand why adults love having dinner parties i like going to friends houses to have dinner i.e order pizza and watch a movie that sort of thing but the idea of being paired with other people you might not even know to go to someone's house when they've got to you a random dinner you don't even know what you're gonna be eating it just sounds like hell to me why do adults put up with this i don't know that's a really good question Cause whenever whenever you see a dinner party played out on TV, nobody who's going really wants to go. The host probably doesn't even really want to host it. So why why are they a thing? Has anyone been to a dinner party and enjoyed it? Or are they just massive prolonged awkwardnesses? That's that's what it seems like to me. There'll always be there'll be a couple there who, I don't know, they're really boring. And they they keep talking, but they don't talk about anything interesting. They're just like, oh yes, um, I I actually thought it was uh, quite cloudy today as well. <laughs> you'll have someone like that, and I don't know. You'll have you'll have the couple that actually hate each other, and they just spend the whole time arguing. And none of this to me sounds like something that you'd find that enjoyable. So I totally get that one, Veronica. That's a great one. Um, dinner parties definitely fit into the category of things adults pretend to like to seem impressive, but are actually kind of rubbish. Uh, thanks very much. Benny's been on. He says, um, this might be a bit controversial, but my parents always pretend they love seeing other family members. For example, a couple of weeks ago, it was my uncle's birthday, and basically our whole family came together to celebrate at his house. There were cousins, aunties, uncles, nephews, grandparents, distant relatives. I was in hell. I swear half these people aren't even related to me. adults always pretend that they love seeing family, but I just don't see the appeal personally. Again, a very good suggestion. Also relating to kind of social situations that adults pretend to enjoy. Um, As well as the dinner party, you've got the classic family gathering. I think I'd recommend keep limiting your family gatherings to funerals. When someone dies, fair enough, you all get together. Other than that, don't bother, it's fine. You don't really need to see them. They don't really like you. You don't really like them. It's all all good. I mean, actually, in fairness, some people do quite like their families. I quite like some of my family, but also the extended ones—the ones you don't really know who they are. Yeah, what's what's the point, really? It's does they do you gain anything? Are they you know deeply interconnected with you because you share like a sixty-fourth of your DNA with your third cousin once removed? I don't think so. Yeah, that's a very typical example of things that adults think are good, but actually, we see the truth. They're not. They're rubbish. But maybe when you get older. You'll, you two will have to pretend to like going to family gatherings. I don't know. Sam says, going to bed is another thing that fits this category. It's my least favourite thing to do. Don't get me wrong. When I wake up in the morning, all I want to do is go back to sleep. But then when it's night time, I want to go out and be awake and watch TV and just do anything other than sleep. But my parents love nothing more than having an early night. Maybe they're doing something we don't know about. A big reason to get to bed for. <clears throat> this, is, this is all um, Sam's words. But if not, I don't understand why they love going to bed so much. I'm not sure necessarily whether that counts. They could just be really old and exhausted because that's what the aging process does to you. And there is there is something quite satisfying about getting an early night or maybe maybe I'm just saying that because this has already started happening to me where I pretend to like things because that's what you have to do to seem impressive. I don't know, but an interesting suggestion. And uh, got time for one more from Brooke. I also don't understand why people go to art galleries, same! They stand there and stare into it as if there is some hidden meaning that nobody else can see. The two things my parents love that I don't understand, foreign films and pickles. Firstly, why would you watch a foreign film when there are loads and loads of films in our language? I just don't get it. What annoys me most is when my parents watch the foreign versions of films that have since been made into English. The original foreign version of films Hollywood picked up and made arguably better, starring The Rock. Yeah, I know that kind of thing. And um, when it comes to pickles, she says, just disgusts me because they're so slimy. Yeah, fair enough. Um, they do, they do. again, maybe I'm just showing up that the aging process has already started for me. Pickles do taste quite good, I think. Just, just my opinion. An honestly held one. I'm not pretending to like pickles. I actually do like pickles. But yeah, the foreign film one, again, I think is something, it is just a, a signifier you use to show people that you're impressive as opposed to something you actually deeply enjoy yourself excellent suggestions i i think this is fantastic so things that you pretend to like when you're an adult to seem sophisticated and impressive we've got foreign films maybe pickles maybe going to bed early family gatherings and dinner parties you this is exactly what i was thinking of nice one coming up next some some rather shocking news about boris johnson i think you'll need to be sat down for this i'll tell you what it is after jonas blue and harvey this is younger on wizard radio younger from jonas blue and harvey This is Wizard Radio with Alec Feldman I'm back from my holiday I was in Italy Don't know if I've mentioned it yet this week But that's where I went Italy, yeah I went to Italy And whilst I was there Saw a newspaper lying around And I thought, okay Maybe this could be interesting Let's see How does the UK look to Italians? Do they all think we're massive idiots? With the whole, you know You know, all the Brexit stuff that's going down I haven't really been following it, you know The country seems to be on fire, all that But what do they make of it over there? And so I picked up this paper and found on, I think, page page two or three, so quite near the front, a story, shockingly, about Brexit and about Boris Johnson. And what I did was use Google Translate, the app, on my phone. And I used a really cool thing you can do where you can put the camera on something and then it'll translate it for you. It's It's incredible. It's like the future. Who knew? When, when everyone was talking about computers being able to word process, who knew you could use them to translate things as you look at them. It was really cool. And so I did that on this news article and I actually found out something really quite shocking that, that I didn't know. And I don't think I've seen it reported by any of the press in the UK. Only this Italian newspaper are covering it. And so I think it's quite important that I share this with you. It is shocking. You won't be expecting it. I think you'll need to sit down. So here here is according to Google Translate, at least. That is quite an important caveat. This is only according to Google Translate. It might not be 100% accurate, but but I don't know. Um, I'm just going to tell you and maybe it's not true, but we'll see what it says. Okay. Um, <clears throat> An urgent parliamentary initiative announced by the Labour Party, a plethora of legal actions in a petition to already reach one and a half million signatures to avoid the suspension of the British Parliament, but above all to avert the spectre of Brexit no deal on October the 31st in the United Kingdom, rage mounts against the death of Prime Minister Boris Johnson judging a way to make London's exit from the EU inevitable by the due date, with agreement or without. That's right. According to this Italian newspaper, i.e. I don't know, according to this newspaper put through Google Translate um, Rage is mounting against the death of Prime Minister Boris Johnson. This newspaper has just announced that Boris Johnson is dead Are you shocked? Because I am. I hadn't heard anything about it. I saw him on the telly yesterday, seemed fine but Apparently sometime last week Boris Johnson died and rage is mounting, at least according to Google Translate. This might not be 100% accurate, but who's to say? Maybe Boris Johnson is dead. Maybe he's just been reanimated. I don't know. I told you that would shock you. Um, I hope I hope you're all okay. I don't really know what happens now that Boris Johnson is supposedly dead, according to an Italian newspaper put through Google Translate. We'll just have to muddle on it. We'll be all right, won't we? Yeah, it's, it's probably fine. Coming up next someone's knocking at your door and it's shiny new time slot. We'll do that after five seconds of summer. This is teeth on wizard radio. It's wizard radio. That was five seconds of summer and teeth. And at this point in the show, it it would have been time for connect Four, but sadly connect Four is no longer with us. It's gone to the radio feature graveyard. It's with urban countdown and the procrastination diaries. It is no more, but in its place promoted, we have this,
3: Someone's knocking at your door. Somebody's ringing the bell.
1: Someone's knocking at your door. It's hit the big time. We're going to be playing this every week at this time now. This is the game where there's a guest that any minute I think should be arriving at our door, and you just have to guess who it is. There are five clues. James Gilmore asks five yes/no questions. The answer to those could be very revealing. Then, when we've asked these questions you send any guesses to decide who is at the door, and then at five, no, at ten to four, no, I messed that one up, at ten to five, we'll find out who's at the door, and then invite them in for a cup of tea. How does that sound? So, um, oh, do you hear that? I think someone's knocking at the door already. Yeah, okay, I'm just gonna, just gonna look through the peephole, uh, to see who it is. Oh, oh yeah, okay, I can see them, yeah, but, we're not going to let them in just yet We're going to make them wait outside Until you can guess Who is knocking at your door Well, our door, my door, the show's door Someone's door So, uh, James, hello
3: Hi, I think it's very rude of you to leave them outside You should at least create some sort of patio Um, should I,
1: maybe you should put some chairs out there yeah. Something like that
3: Would that be nice?
1: That'd be nicer Okay, well maybe we'll do that next week Okay F- For now they
3: can just stand out there Um, who do you think it is? So, do these have to be yes or no questions? Yes. Okay. That wasn't my first question. How many do I get? Five. Five questions, yes or no, to determine who is knocking at the door. Are they a man? Yes, they are. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. Are they a musician? No. Okay. Um. Are they a... Are they famous? I'd say so, yes. Okay. Are they on TV? Quite a lot of the time, yes. Okay, I've got one more question. You did? Um. Are they on TV? Okay, then. A man, a famous man who's not a musician but's on TV a lot. My final question Are they British? Yes, they are. Well, there we go. It's a British male who's not a musician, but very famous and on TV a lot.
1: That is it. And we're not letting them in until somebody guesses correctly who they are. So you better get guessing. The not even
3: that nice today, Alec. You might as well just let them in now.
1: They're not coming in until someone guesses. All right.
3: All right. All right. All right.
1: All right. They're waiting outside. So 07807 Who Who is knocking at the door? They're a man, they're not a musician, they're famous and on TV quite a lot, and they are British. They can't come in until you work out who they are. So the longer you take to work out who they are, the longer they spend out in the cold. Um, although actually they'll, they'll spend the same amount of time in the cold regardless actually. We'll do it at 10 to five. We'll find out who got it right, who got it wrong, and then we'll let them in and hopefully there'll be time to have a quick chat with them as well. So 07807 183 538 text now, or you can tweet us at WizRadio, send an email station at wizardradio.co.uk to tell us who is knocking at the door a man not a musician they're famous they're on tv quite a lot and they are british the brand new game on this show we're going to do this every week on wizard radio get guessing now coming up i'm going to play the amazons and some loud and Anne-Marie as well first though at four o'clock let's get the latest news
3: someone's not gonna have to do. Somebody's
2: ringing the bell Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio Recommended by doctors as part of a healthy diet Wizard Radio That was
1: the Amazons and Junk Food Forever Before that, Love and Anne-Marie Lonely I'm Alec Feldman and I'm back from holiday And we're two And to celebrate the fact that this show is two years old I thought, you know what I'm going to do I'm going to make it even funnier I'm going to make it 150% more funny than it has been for the last two years you're welcome that's my birthday present from me to you as a thanks for listening to the show for the last couple of years how how do i propose to do well i've been inspired by something i heard when i was on holiday in italy now um you know this about me because i have mentioned it before i quite like listening to to all the foreign radio watching the foreign tv whilst i'm on holiday i do do other stuff as well I don't just go on holiday to sit in a hotel room and watch tv but you know that's a part of it taking the culture find out what's going on see what it sounds like see how it compares and see if there's anything that i can learn from it and so that's what i've done i have a new technique that i've picked up from italian radio that i think i can bring over to this show to make it even better so um this is, this is what I've learned. I was listening to a show. It was a breakfast show with these two Italian guys, a man and another man, talking about something. I don't actually know what they were talking about because I don't speak Italian, but they were talking at length about something in Italian, and I was thinking, mm, okay, I'm sure this is, this is great and really funny, but I don't know what they're saying, but I still know that it's really funny. And how do I know? Because... Every time one of them says something funny, they play in an audience laughing, like in a sitcom, just like this. (laughs) So you know when to laugh and you know what bits are supposed to be funny, which was really useful and helpful to me because obviously I couldn't understand a word they were saying. I had no idea what any of it meant, but because of all the, the handy laughter, I knew when I was supposed to laugh because they told me by playing the crowd laughing and that's how I knew that it was a really, really funny show. Just kind of like in um, in sitcoms from the 70s where someone comes home and they're like, oh no, the vicar's coming to tea but all of my clothes have gone missing. And then you hear the laugh track go off like. And that's how you know how funny it is. So this is a lesson I can bring to this show. So from now on, What do you think to this whenever i say something that i think is funny instead of you thinking oh that was funny or no that wasn't funny at all i play a laughter track along with the show so you know exactly when to laugh and you know how funny it is so you can appreciate it yourselves i think that'll help out a lot so um i think we should have a bit of practice just to see whether or not this works so um i'm gonna say some things and then hopefully we're gonna have a laughter track after them just to make it that extra bit, well, that 150% funnier than it was before, okay? So, um, did you know that uh, on the TV tonight, Strictly Come Dancing gets going? Uh, I hope it doesn't end any marriages this year.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <sighs> oh, oh, classic. Oh, we have a laugh, don't we? Oh, yeah. Um, what else? What else? I know. Um, A man walks into a bar. Ouch. <laughs> I actually went to to an art gallery yesterday. Yeah, it was it was rubbish. I didn't understand any of the art. <laughs> and then I said to her, "If that's not your hand, whose is it?" <laughs> oh, and also, I f- I forgot to tell you. Um, <clears throat> actually, um, my my dog. It, it died yesterday, in a car accident. No, no, not that one. That one's not funny. That, that doesn't warrant a laugh track. Oh, okay, you know what, this isn't working. I thought it would, it would help, for now. I'll stick to doing it without the laughter track for now. It was a nice idea, Italian radio show, but maybe, maybe it's not the right one for me. Coming next, I'm going to tell you about an ice cream disaster I've had without a laughter track. First though, this is Billie Eilish, all the good girls go to hell Wizard Radio, that was Billie Eilish and all the good girls go to hell um, I'm Alec Feldman, hi Coming up, Post Malone, Y2K and AJ Mitchell as well um, And you know how much ice cream means to me We've talked about this before um, Because I got very upset, very upset And sort of had a mini tantrum when I went to Poland And due to a, a communications issue Despite asking for an ice cream with a cone, I actually got given ice cream in a cup. Can you believe it? And um, this this really upset me. I'd been looking forward to my ice cream the whole the whole holiday, and and I was just sad, and I sulked for about an hour due to this ice cream miscommunication, which is a very long-winded way of me telling you, ice cream means a lot to me. Um, I don't have it very often, but when I do, I really look forward to it. And I always choose my flavour really carefully And I'm very specific about the type of cone I like Basically I'm just I'm a bit of a diva when it comes to ice cream Because I just, I really like it You know, it's a good, it's good Ice cream is good And I enjoy having it on occasion And it's very sad When that goes wrong Now, not content with having One run of bad ice cream related luck This summer, it's happened again Can you believe it? i had another ice cream disaster within the space of one summer and um well i was absolutely distraught about it do you want to do you want to know what happened tough i'm gonna tell you anyway right here's what happened once again in italy the scene for many of my stories this week because i went on holiday to italy by the way just just sort of mention you know yeah italy and italy does good ice cream this is a fact Widely recognized. Italian ice cream is good. And I was very excited to have an ice cream whilst I was in Italy. Looking forward to it all day. It's really hard. I know this is a very first world problem. It's hard to fit in time for ice cream when you're on holiday, just because like, well, especially in Italy, you're stuffed from pizza half the time. So when is there time to eat ice cream? So I've been waiting for a a while to get the opportunity to have an ice cream. And I've been thinking about what flavor I should get I settled upon tiramisu-flavored ice cream. Do you know what tiramisu is? It's like, it's got kind of sort of thin layers of cake and cream and coffee and all that kind of stuff. Really nice, tasty Italian dessert. And they make it in ice cream form, which is just kind of coffee-flavored ice cream, etc, etc. And the particular type of tiramisu ice cream that I had, they'd sprinkled some coffee powder on the ice cream, it was all part of the mix. So it looked really nice, really fancy, with a little dusting of coffee powder. And I was so excited for this ice cream and went to a place that had the specific type of ice cream cone that I really like. Just FYI, those little cones that are like cardboard, rubbish, waffle cone or go home. That's what I say. And it was in a waffle cone and I I was so content. I got this ice cream, I was licking it, tasted really nice was very very happy with my tiramisu ice cream sun beating down really hot being extra careful to lick all around the edges to make sure it doesn't drip and fall off and it was all going very very well until all of a sudden out of nowhere i hear the noise of something falling and impacting with the ground and splatting all of a sudden my hand which is holding an ice cream cone feels quite a lot lighter it feels like I've suddenly lost a lot of weight in this ice cream cone and I look down and there on the floor is a very significant portion of my ice cream now how did this happen this is what I was wondering I think it was it was a freak accident involving the structure of the ice cream it was actually this coffee powder that had been put in the ice cream there was a whole kind of wall of it, which meant that the ice cream wasn't actually connected. And because it just kind of wasn't connected to the rest of the ice cream, a whole massive chunk just fell off. It slipped off onto the floor, went everywhere, irrecoverable, and, and I'm just stood there totally distraught. My ice cream that I've been looking forward to all day, all week was on the floor, inedible. The ice cream I was holding in my hand was was half the ice cream it once was. It was diminished, it was was ruined, and I was gutted because you know how much I care about ice cream. It's the one thing in the world that makes me regress to a a childlike state. Now, I didn't cry. It wasn't that bad. I didn't see this ice cream drop on the floor and then burst into hysterical tears, but it, it genuinely made me sad. It got to me. I was so, so, so disappointed. I didn't quite go to the same level of of adult tantrum that i did when we had the cone mix up but i was just looking at it like oh i'm really sad now i can't believe what's happened my ice cream is just it's just gone and i, I feel like i went on about this not at great length but just enough for for my parents to go come on what's going on here do you do you want to get it replaced or what and in all honesty i, I kind of I didn't necessarily want it replaced because you can't go back, can you? You can't go back to the ice cream stand and go, um, it fell off. Could have some more, please? Because they're just like, um, no. You just ate it, and you're trying to get more. Not a chance. Or they'll believe you, but think you're an idiot for dropping your ice cream at the age of twenty. The other alternative is to go to a different ice cream place and just buy a second ice cream, which I was quite resistant to because. Why would you why would I want a second ice cream? I wanted one ice cream not two ice creams Not really one and a half ice creams or one and three-quarter ice creams But I also didn't want my diminished ice cream with with half a cone So shall I tell you shall I tell you what a hero my dad is my dad got a second ice cream in the same flavor as the first but then bravely volunteered to finish my first ice cream so i didn't have to have an excessive amount of ice cream what a guy what a guy what a hero what a legend that right there is is fatherly love buying a second ice cream for your five-year-old son who's actually 20 because he dropped his on the floor i salute you so it, it did all turn out all right in the end but this just goes to show that the only thing that can turn me into a a toddler instantly is anything involving ice cream going wrong. So, that was it was a near miss, but it was fine in the end. So, you can all relax and learn the lesson I learned the hard way be very, very careful with tiramisu flavoured ice cream. It's out to get you, it will fall. It's not structurally sound, okay? Whew, that was a close call. Coming up next, I want to talk to you about friend jealousy. First though, I've got Post Malone to play. This is new from him. it's called Circles. Post Malone and Circles on Wizards Radio, I'm Alec. Coming up, Y2K, AJ Mitchell, and Georgia Smith as well. And we'll finish off, someone's knocking at your door at 10 to five, so in about 20 minutes or so. Stick about for that. First though, um, I go back to uni in a couple of weeks time. I'm still at home with, with not all that much to do, which is cool because I've been busy all summer. But when I go back, It'll be a very different house to the one that I left in kind of May-June time. Because there have been some personnel changes. People have gone off to do different things. The character formerly known as O.O.B., the only other boy, he's he's no longer with us. Um, he's, he's fine. He's not dead. He's just doing a work placement for a year. So he's not in Leeds anymore. So we'll miss him dearly. We will also miss the Geordie, i.e. a girl from Newcastle. Therefore, she is a Geordie who I lived with. She's gone to America for the whole year. She's done a year abroad, studying abroad. And, and I've been looking at her social media. She went over, I think kind of the end of August was when she traveled over there because they start their uni terms a lot earlier than they do in the UK. And I've been watching intently just to see what she's been up to, how she's been doing. And uh, I don't know whether she it. I'm actually kind of jealous. I'm, I'm not okay because I think she's having a really good time. Now, this is great, you know, I'm, I'm so happy that my friend is having a very nice time on a big adventure in another country with people she's never met before, and, and it's awesome. Good for her, but but this is my concern. What if she likes the new people she's living with more than she liked the old people she was living with? That's, that can't be allowed, right? This is my big worry. She lived with me and OOB and the girl from Bolton for for two years. And now she's she's with all these new people and I'm always seeing on her story, all the fun they're getting up to, having a great time, laughing, playing games, talking nonsense. And I'm I'm just a bit worried that they're gonna they're gonna replace us in in the ranking of her affections. What if she likes this this new people that she lives with more than the old ones? I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling jealous. I'm feeling replaced, and just just a bit sad, really, that that our friend has abandoned us to go to America, and she's made loads of cool new friends that might be cooler than us. This cannot be allowed. And um, I mean, I'm not asking for for suggestions about what I can do necessarily to make sure that we do stay at number one in her favorite housemate ranking list but i would like to know before the end of the show please what is the worst thing you have ever been driven to do out of friend jealousy i hope i hope to get some some really terrible stories this week just awful things you've done to stop your friend ditching you um no shame you can be anonymous if you like um and if you're brave enough to give us your name even better 07807 183538 is the number you can text me on or send us a message on facebook facebook.com slash wizard radio or station at wizardradio.co.uk on email what's the worst thing friend jealousy has ever driven you to do? this is what I want to know because I'm sad that my old housemate the Geordie is replacing us with cool new American friends so we'll talk about that some more in a bit first though I've got a song called La 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 To Play You by Y2K and Nos. Noss right. Um, It's it's an interesting song and I think they're quite interesting artists And so before I play it to you, I want to tell you a bit about them. I've done lots of research It's all checked out 100% factually accurate totally all correct. You can tell these facts to your friend because they're all Correct, so let's have a listen
2: Alex totally accurate, definitely not made up 60 second guide
1: Y2k also known as the millennium bug was the name given to a widespread fear that at midnight on the 1st of january 2000 Every electronic device would stop working because it would think it was actually 1990 all over again, and therefore hadn't been invented yet. Y2K, the rapper, chose this as a name, because he too glitched out and stopped working in the year 2000, which explains the mess that is the song La La La. The song contains the lyrics, Did I really just forget that melody? No, na-na, banana, na-na, alright, da, da-da, da-da-da-da-da. Proving beyond doubt that he is malfunctioning, and if that's not evidence enough, The melody also so awful, it could only ever have been written by someone totally tone-deaf. It was also mixed down entirely on a computer using Windows 98. Y2K also has exceptionally long and silky hair. He's a brand ambassador for L'Oreal and regularly uses their products to wash and condition his hair to get that soft, shiny look. His hair is also insured against male pattern baldness for $10 million. And that's Y2K in 60 seconds.
2: Alec Feldman on Wizard Radio. Saturdays three till five.
1: Someone's knocking at your door continues in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Alec on with the radio playing AJ Mitchell and Ava Max, Slow Dance, Y2K and BVNOS, la 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 before it. And we are discussing friend jealousy because the Geordie, who I lived with for two years at uni, has, has left us. She's gone to America for a year. She's totally ditched us. And she's making all these new friends and having an amazing time. And I'm just a bit jealous that she's replacing us with all these cool new Americans. And I wanted to know, not for my own inspiration, just so we're clear, what the worst thing friend jealousy has ever driven you to do. And I'm hoping for some really terrible ones here. So let's see what we got. Tess says, over the summer, me and my friends went on a holiday, except, oh no, sorry, I misread that. All of my friends went on holiday, except for me. But one of my friends in particular was posting the most amazing beach photos from a holiday in Croatia. Oh, okay, I understand this. <laughs> I thought they all went on holiday without her, but they all went on separate holidays, I understand. Um, So one of her friends was posting the most amazing beach photos from a holiday in Croatia. Honestly, says Tess, it looked like she was in heaven and I was so jealous looking at these photos from my bedroom. So I convinced my parents to take me to Brighton on a hot day. We took loads of photos, I filtered the hell out of them, and you honestly wouldn't know it was Brighton. It looked like a hot Caribbean island, except for the whole no sand thing i'm not even embarrassed sometimes you've got to do what you've got to do shameful shameful test you you naughty liar pretending you're in some fancy caribbean island when you're actually in brighton all all for what so your friend in croatia thinks oh she's having a nice holiday unbelievable <laughs> i can't get over that how far away do you live from brighton i wonder <laughs> was it like a a six hour trip there and another six hours back just so you could get the photos of you on the beach being like, Oh, I'm sunning it up. Good thing it didn't rain that day as well. Wow, I I do sort of begrudgingly, very begrudgingly, respect the levels of planning and dedication that went into that act of of gross fraud to try and trick your friends into thinking you'd actually gone on some fancy holiday. But also they're your friends, right? So you'll talk to them. You're to they're going to know eventually that you didn't go on holiday, and then they're going to say, hang on, where did you get all those photos from then, if you didn't go on holiday? And you'll have to go, um, <clears throat> uh, I, I went to Brighton to take them especially. How long were we there for, in total? Was it like half an hour? You spent half an hour in Brighton, get the fi- pictures, and boom, you're gone. Unbelievable. But also oddly impressive. I, I sort of respect that test, in a way, a little bit. Olivia's been on, just before we broke up from school, I was at a house party with my friends. One of my friends has a boyfriend and they're so cute together. They are absolutely obsessed. Well, they were. They broke up over the summer. This was before, so whatever. Um, anyway, says Olivia, I was so jealous of their happiness that I kissed a random boy just to make up for it. Honestly, it was probably the worst kiss of my life. He was so sloppy and sweaty and I had to go to the toilet after to wash my face and my mouth because I felt so disgusting. Um I don't know what we've we really learned from that other than you you just got with a random guy because your friend had a boyfriend. Would you really is that really worth it? Was it worth it, Olivia? Deep in your heart of hearts, do you think that that awful experience that you had to wash your mouth out after was worth it just because of slight jealousy of your friend? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe so. Maybe it was worth it, but also that's I don't think that's very practical as a tip for me. I'm I'm jealous of all my ex-housemates, new friends in America, so I'm gonna go and really sloppily kiss someone. I don't think that quite works for me, but but thank you anyway. Um, Zoe says, obviously, I support all my friends in everything they do, and I never really get jealous. Just really, really happy for them. But once, one of my friends was given a personalized video message from David Beckham for their birthday and that made me really jealous. Don't get me wrong, I'm not into David Beckham, but they were just so happy that their idol had recorded them a message. So I bought VIP meet and greet tickets for my favorite band at the time, One Direction, and got a photo with them. The time between the two things happening was quite a long time, so it didn't look like a direct reaction, but I knew it was, and it made me happy. Yeah, suck on that, Zoe's friend. She's got a meet and greet with One Direction. You didn't get to meet David Beckham, did you? You just got a video of him. She got to meet actual One Direction. Oh, One Direction. I still miss One Direction. There's a part of me deep down that still believes they will come back off hiatus one day. They will. It's going to happen. And I, for one, will be very excited. I won't be first in line for the meet and greet queue because that'll be Zoe. And I'm I'm not that fussed about meeting, but I I do want them to come back. So come back soon, guys. So Zoe can get more meet and greet photos with you and make her friends jealous. Um, and I got time for one more as well from Christina, who says, when I first started secondary school, one of my best friends from primary school suddenly stopped talking to me and our friends and made an entirely new group of friends, which really upset us. OK, this is my kind of thing. This is this is what I'm I might be able to use. So we may have started a rumor about her. Oh, no. Which, you know, brought her back down to earth. Was it mean or did we teach her a life lesson? You can decide. ho. Oh, that is. Evil genius territory I don't know the answer to that question As to whether it was mean Or just a valuable life lesson for your friend But maybe Maybe that's a suggestion I could start a really mean rumour But then I don't think that'll necessarily Help me in my situation Because it'll just mean my friend Has a really miserable year in America I don't want her to have a bad time I just I want her to have an okay time But still prefer the OGs The original people she lived with Over all these, these fancy new American people That's that's all I want. She can't like them more than us. But thank you for these messages. They've been they've been enlightening I've learned a lot about you. Maybe you've learned a lot about me, but mostly I've learned a lot about you. So cheers for those Someone's knocking at your door. They've been waiting outside for the last hour We're gonna let them in in a second if we can work out who they are first I'm gonna play this from Georgia Smith and Burner Boy. It's called Be Honest
3: Someone's knocking at the door
1: and welcome back to Someone's Knocking at Your Door Someone knocked on our door just before 5 o'clock They've been waiting outside ever since They're only allowed in when you can guess who it is that's been knocking at our door It's radio's best front door based quiz I'm Alec Feldman Let's see who's been guessing who's knocking at our door <clears throat> um, Sorry about that don't know what came over me Suddenly became a, a game show host Jasmine has been on. She says, oh, sorry. I should I should reiterate, by the way. The questions we had established that this person knocking at the door is a man. They're not a musician. They are famous. They're on TV quite a lot. And they're British. Okay. So this is, that's what all these guesses are based on. Hopefully. But have they arrived at the right answer? Well, Jasmine has not. She says, is Tom Holland knocking at the door? Excuse me. I feel like because of Avengers and the new Spider-Man, he's been on TV a lot this summer. Saying that, though, I don't think I'd call him a man. <laughs> he's more of a boy, isn't he? Well, I, I don't know. I think biologically he's probably more of a, a man these days. But no, it's not Tom Holland knocking at the door, I'm afraid. Nice guess, but you are incorrect. So, so far, this, this guest is not coming in. Liam says, if it's who I think it is, Alex, then don't let them in. Okay. Is the person knocking at the door, the soon-to-be former Prime Minister and now mate Boris Johnson? He's on TV the whole time now. A good guess. A very, very, very good guess. But it's not Boris Johnson knocking at the door. We don't have to worry about that. Or, you know, we don't have to worry about um, turning all the lights off and pretending we're not in, because it's not him. He's already been knocking at the door in the past. And I think we did the same then. But um, no, it's not him. As we established earlier on in the show, he is in fact dead. According to an Italian newspaper article that I put through Google Translate, so it's definitely not him Thanks, I mean. Amy says he hasn't been on TV this summer But this person is a British man who isn't a musician and he is on TV a lot is Graham Norton knocking on the door That's a really random one. No, it's not Graham Norton who's knocking at the door um, No, it's not him. You are incorrect Amy, but thanks for playing. Lydia says I know this person is a musician, but I, feel, I kind of feel like music isn't what he's best known for anymore. Is it Lewis Capaldi? He's been on TV and everywhere loads over the past few months, but not even really for his music, just because he's really funny. So it could be him. Um, that is a good guess. I would say, though, if Lewis Capaldi had been knocking at the door, which he's not today, unfortunately, I think I'd be decent enough to, to say he is a musician even though maybe he's, he's known for his other stuff more than the actual songs he writes now, but it's not him. He is not knocking at the door this week. You are incorrect, Lydia. Harvey says, is it Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones? He's British. I've watched him on TV for years because I love Game of Thrones. If it's him, let me know because I want to ask him a question. It's not Kit Harrington knocking at the door this week. I'm sorry. If he, if he drops by, you'll be the first to know Harvey so that you can ask him a question, but it's not him this week. Uh, Isabel thinks it's David Attenborough. She says, "I know no, you don't really see him on TV, but you hear his voice the whole time. I love him so much. He's such a legend. And even if it isn't him behind the door this week, you should definitely try to get him to knock on your door. I wish it was David Attenborough knocking at the door, but sadly it's not this week. Not, not today. Maybe in future. That'll be great. But no, incorrect. Thanks for playing. And um, the last wrong guess I'm going to read to you is Joel." who thinks it's Gordon Ramsay knocking at your door. I don't know if he's a knocker, really. He's more of a screamer or a banger, but anyway, he's a British man who isn't a musician, is famous, and is on TV a lot. He is, but it's not Gordon Ramsay. You are incorrect. Um, If Gordon Ramsay was knocking at the door, I'd be quite fearful that I was about to be screamed at. It's not him. I'm much more relaxed about this one. Um, We do have a correct guess, just the one. One correct guess this week on someone's knocking at your door. Um, So in a minute, we will be able to let them in. But first, let's just re-establish. This person is a man. They're not a musician. They're famous. They're on TV. And they're British. Yasmin says this person is on TV the whole time, especially because at the moment, he just keeps disagreeing with what everybody else says. He also looks very confused a lot. And I genuinely believe he would wait outside your door for an hour just waiting for you to answer for him. It's funny you say that, because I do have a a real life story about this one. The person knocking at the door is Jeremy Corbyn, the leader of the Labour Party. He's knocking at the door. Um, Just before I let him in, I'm gonna tell you the story because it relates quite well to what Yasmin said. um, She said, I genuinely believe he would wait outside your house for an hour just waiting for you to answer the door to him. I saw him doing this yesterday, for real, in the flesh. I was walking down quite a little road, in North London, and I walk past this guy in like a brown jacket, brown trousers, quite old, white hair, white beard, glasses. I'm like, hmm, he looks familiar. And I walk past and I go, I know who that is. It's Jeremy Corbyn. It, it's him. He's just standing outside someone's house. I don't think it was his house. It doesn't look like the house you see on the news all the time. Just around a person's house. He was waiting there. I don't know how long so maybe he could have been waiting outside my door for the last hour but there you go well done Yasmin you are correct the person knocking at the door this week is Jeremy Corbyn so let's go um I'm just gonna go answer the door to him now uh, Jeremy hi hi come on in come on in welcome welcome so much to talk to you about oh I know I know in a bit we need to discuss Jeremy um what is what's the big master plan what are you gonna do about Brexit how are you gonna get rid of Boris Johnson I want to tell you tell what you to tell me everything okay Oh, he's going to tell us everything. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, this is this is quite embarrassing. I've just realised he's been waiting outside so long that the show's actually over. We don't have time to hear from Jeremy Corbyn today. We can't find out what his top secret plan for Brexit is. What a shame. Oh, well, maybe maybe next week, but at least he's out of the cold now. So, so there you go. That was Someone's Knocking at Your Door. We'll do it all again next week. And now the show is done, my friends. That is it. Had a lovely time today. We'll do it all again next week. Does that sound like a plan? 3 till 5, Saturday afternoon. That is where you will find me. I've been doing it for the last two years. Let's do it for another one. Why not? Mars Mikulski is coming up next, so do not go anywhere. Last song for me this week is Namani. It's his motivation.
2: Here goes another episode of Alec Feldman, the podcast. Wasn't that some great content? Come back next week for more audio based fun.
4: Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?